Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this. Nina, sit back and relax, and let's get started. So today's conversation is a little bit different than the normal podcast. It's one of those things that happens and it'd be very easy to ignore it and not think about it and just let it pass. But I've learned over the last few years that you don't do that. That there's always something going on there if we're awake to it. And what I'm referring to specifically was that this morning on LinkedIn, I got a notification that it was Nina's birthday. Nina was someone I knew briefly, I think 15 years ago. She was someone I met when I was living in Southern California. We went on a couple of dates and that was kind of about it. We connected on Facebook later on and LinkedIn and she was in law school at the time and then uh, went on with her life. I went on with mine. No big deal. Just a, you know, good person, nice person. And um, you kind of go in your separate ways, right? Well, today I got a, this email notification or LinkedIn notification. It was her birthday. So I remembered that there was... I remembered seeing something about on Facebook that she had gotten married and that she had a child and I went to go look and see her Facebook page and I got something very surprising. It basically said the Facebook page was now a memorial. Nina was gone. Nina passed away about a year ago from a very aggressive form of cancer, leaving a small child and her husband behind. Now, if you're familiar with my story in this podcast, it was in this time of year in October is when I lost my mother at uh, 19 years old. I was 19 and lost her to cancer, a very uh, aggressive form of cancer as well. <laughs> Needless to say, this, uh, this had an effect on me and I realized that there was more to this than just, oh, that's tragic. And so I decided to take this through a stack. And again, if you're not familiar with what a stack is, a stack is a series of questions. It's an intentional investigation of a trigger or of an event or of something with the intention of going to find the gift inside of it. So I took this through this conversation. And also was looking at the pictures and you know, there's a, there's a cup. It's one of those things that's just so brutal. Um, she had a child, basically the timeline is something like this. Um, you know, she had a, she had a child, got married, had a child. And then within a year or so she had already been, uh, she already had this cancer and she fought it. 
and fought it hard. And her husband wrote a blog about it that I found that was, uh, it was incredibly raw, real and, uh, and powerful. And I just have to honor them. Like I have to honor them for that fight. Like they they, they took on this fight. Like I can't, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. Although I have been through it. I've had to watch my mom like struggle with the fact that it's likely that she's not going to see her grandchildren. I can only imagine what it was like for Nina and her husband. And yet within all of that, here we are. I'm still getting a gift from her fight, from who she was, from her light, from the light of her husband, the light of her child. And I've got to pass that along because to do that is to honor her. And so here's what I got is that death is grounding, right? There's a lot of different ways you can deal with death. Today, the way it made me feel was grounded. Grounded in the temporary nature of everything. It's so easy for us in our day-to-day lives to forget that we are in a much, much bigger game. A much bigger game. And so then the question becomes, how do we play that game? If we realize that we are in this bigger game, right? Like we could play the game scared. We could play the game scared that bad things are going to happen. We could play the game scared that we're going to die. Guess what? Here's the thing. We're all going to die. All of us, every single one. And, ha- and, and how you realize whether or not you're in this game or the, whether you realize the kind of game you're in defines, starts to, you can see how it defines the way you will live your life. I mean, how many of us go through our lives scared, sedated, hiding, full of lies because we're hedging our bets trying to avoid pain. We're trying to not look at the facts and the reality and the truth. The truth, one of those truths being that we are only here temporary. Like, we're only here temporarily. I don't even know where I saw this today. I think I saw it posted somewhere and it's strange that it would come up, although maybe it's not. It was, uh, I think, a, a stoicism. It said something to the effect of life is not too long or too short. Life is the exact amount of, amount, amount of time that we need. It's just a matter of how much of that time we waste. Like how much of our life, we've got enough life to play the game full out for what we are here to do. If you believe we're actually here to do something, 
which I do. I'm here to do God's work, the work that he's called me to do, not because he needs me, but because it's an opportunity for me to live at the highest level. Living at the highest level is listening to God, knocking and asking, and then doing. Part of that is this podcast. I don't know why I do this. I heard, go to a podcast, so I'm doing it. As scary as it was, scared of what? I don't know what people might think, people might say. Somebody wouldn't like it. I don't know. All those fears and all that anxiety at the beginning of this a year ago when I started it were there. Why? Because I wasn't living like I was dying. That's the gift that Nina gave me today. Her husband and her child had to live in that place. In this very temporary place. And so they had to change their priorities and the way they operated. And it was hell. You can see it in the blog. But at the same time, they found deep love and power. So have you consider that if you've got a lot of fear in your life, if you've got a lot of anxiety in your life, you've forgotten that you're dying. Because the minute I felt that, that feeling of, oh, this is temporary, truly felt it as a gift of just this whole resonance that happened today, I started to feel fear start to dissipate. Not go away, but just evaporate a little bit, being there a little bit less than it was before. A little bit less solid. So if our duty is to live like we're dying all the time, what we're basically saying is we're maxing out the time that we have and we're choosing not to waste any of it. Thus, meaning that the time that we have is the exact right amount of time to get the work done that will give us the opportunity to live at the highest level. So how does this play out in the domain of our bodies? Well, for me, what I heard was, you know, there's one side of this we might say, okay, we're dying, so might as well live full out. I want to, you know, come screeching in, that, that analogy that people use, I want to come screeching in to the, to the, you know, my final days completely worn out and broken and, you know, I experienced everything. Well, there's some component to that. But what I actually heard was it's not about go out and experience everything. It's about be as strong as possible for the work that we're called to do. Or says in scripture, our body is a temple. I think of it as his weapon. Like, my body is not mine. My body is borrowed. Like, it's borrowed, not mine. There's a million things we can choose to do with our bodies. But I, I'm, I've, <laughs> and this certainly has not always been true, but I found tremendous power in aligning my body and my spirit in the morning. Workout, scripture playing at the same time, off I go. My family and my heart, my friends and my heart, 
It's an access point. Talk more about that. How does this play out in our relationship with God? Well, if I know that I'm dying, I'm dying and I'm living that way, then I am thankful. I'm thankful for every single minute. And I realize that if I'm here, if I'm still here, I must have work to do. And to find out what that work is, just a matter of going and asking. And you may not be at the whole picture, but you're going to get the next step if you go ask. If you ask, you will receive. And if I'm living like I'm dying, is there ever any compromise with my family? Am I not seeking to create connection and experience in every single moment? Is there literally anything else other than what my family can do for the world beyond ourselves? How does this play out in business? Like how would you play your sales game or your business game or your building game? or your presenting game, or your closing game, how would you play any of those games if you played it like you were dying? Would you have any fear for calling that big-time executive? Would you have any fear of the big presentation? Would you have any fear about your quota or your targets? Would you have any fear about those things? Would it matter? Those things that take up so much of our mental space, that fear and scarcity, vanish when we realize they don't fucking matter. But they are an opportunity. They are an opportunity to play at the highest level. And then it becomes a lot more fun. It becomes a lot more fun. Like seriously, tomorrow, you're prospecting. Like just imagine and realize, hey, my time is limited here. So I'm gonna make every one of these count. How? I'm gonna reach out to these people with the energy of a healer. I'm gonna reach out to them with the value that I have, that I know I can help them. I know I can help their, them, their if I help them in their business, I help their lives. You bring that energy into that and you go, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, be, a, I'm not gonna be fearful about reaching out to people. That energy transfers and people feel that. Look, we've all had people that we've lost that are really close to us. I wasn't really close to Nina. And perhaps that's the reason I get to kind of see this for where it's coming from. And the fact that I got a gift by LinkedIn birthday recognition. Reminder of her, reminder of the day she was born. It reminds me, one of the other reasons that I remember her is that she had lost a parent like I had. That was one of the things we connected on. She had lost her father. But now she's continuing to bring light into the world. And I pray for her husband, I pray for her child. Maybe one day they'll find this and know that their mother continued to bring some light into the world. And perhaps right now, you'll take this on board, look around at your loved ones, 
Look around at the things that you're scared of. Look around at your, look around at your fear and realize that the minute you acknowledge that this whole thing is temporary and you're in part of a bigger game and the, the, the fact that you're getting to play it, the fact that you're getting to play it should tell you everything you need to know about playing from a place of not fear, but courage that I guarantee you'll start showing up differently. So consider how you might show up if you live like you're dying. If you build like you're dying. And in honor of Nina Petro, love like you're dying. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.